Hey, Diggs, welcome to Dennis in the Know, your backstage pass to current trends, politics, and education in the dental world. We are Dentistry's source for honest, relevant information. And with that in mind, this is JB's News on the Go with Dennis in the Know. So introducing to you with all the relevant information, Dr. Jennifer Bell. It's been kind of an interesting news, actually, for the Dental Week. So let's talk about a few things that I think really um, are pertinent and folks need to know about. Uh, Maybe slightly under the radar for a good number of our folks, but the DEA released a new requirement that you all should be paying attention to. It's called the MAT Act, M-A-T-E. And that is now requiring those of us who use our DEA license on any frequency or basis to write an opioid prescription, you now will be required to attend an eight-hour opioid training course in order to allow you to continue with the process of writing your opioid prescriptions. This is in addition or uh, on top of your uh, requirements from your state as well. Although I will tell you at this point, if anyone is advertising to you that they have DEA approved eight hour courses. There actually is, there is no guidance yet to approved providers like the ADA, for instance, to provide this eight hour course, what topics need to be included, what kind of ticks the box off to make this a um, required course. But here's the real kicker, real kicker. Uh, This requirement goes into effect at the end of June. Uh, So here we are with a new requirement and uh, it's not even legislative, a new requirement in order to keep our DEA license active and in good standing with a uh, additional eight hours of training that are due in three months. Buckle up, folks. I will keep you posted as courses get approved. I kind of think that this may get extended as per usual course of the government when these things get approved and then they realize that some of the infrastructure isn't in place. And these uh, large institutions need time to be able to deploy the types of education required and and to credential docs. I also think it's important that this is another uh, one of those types of regulations that often has a lack of um, oversight. So there is noted uh, language in this particular act that doesn't have a lot of clarity on whether or not doctors will be audited or reviewed for this particular language. I, when I was discussing this with another provider just the other day, I said, this is the scenario that I foresee actually becoming the issue. You write a prescription for a patient for a legitimate prescription for a surgery you've just completed. They happen to be an addict or using it uh, on the street as well. They get into a car accident. The last known opioid prescription came from your office And all of a sudden, you're getting a call from an attorney and from the DEA wanting to see when you attended your eight-hour required course. Um, You also probably will have to report that you have attended it when you go for your DEA renewal. Um, No clarity yet what that will do for those of us who are due for renewal this summer. I'm just going to keep you posted, guys. I really don't know uh, much more than you do. Um, except that uh, we're getting information and that there is no clarity on the approved courses currently out there. I'm already seeing advertisements and email about courses that may be available, 
But please understand that the DEA has not provided enough direction yet for these large conglomerates to be able to get their education together. Um, I know the AGD, the ADA, and other institutions are currently looking at what it will what it will take, what would be required to be included in the eight-hour course, um, but more details coming. There was also an interesting piece of news that came out to, uh, this week as well. Uh, we've talked about um, the uh, health Resources and Services Administration, or HRSA, in the past, um, they put out an interesting report at the end of Q1, basically highlighting a significant shortage in dent- dentists in the workforce, along with other medical providers and mental health and physicians as well. And the interesting thing is that they noted that we would need another 100,000 dentists in the marketplace in order to address the current shortage. Uh, I don't know about you, but I'm processing that particular data point. Also looking at the current trajectory of the cost of dental education as a whole and and uh, trying to understand uh, the actual demand for dental services along with the deficit of dentists where we need them. And uh, but just be aware that now uh, the government is looking at these shortages in the dental workforce area to figure out how they can inject additional Um, dentists into the community, good, bad, or indifferent. Also noteworthy, we now have 13 states allowing mid-level providers to be able to provide uh, non-reversible procedures to patients. So this could be an interesting couple of years to see how all of these things come together. Lastly, and a a bit of an interesting news and and more of a PSA, frankly, um, as I just consume the data, I don't really know how to process it and move forward. But there have been multiple cases now, uh, two in fact, of patients on clindamycin acne topical treatments that have had anaphylactic reactions to IV clindamycin being administered during an oral surgery procedure. Um, So fairly typical that antibiotics might be onboarded through IV when we're doing large oral surgery procedures. I think that's a, a common practice for a lot of oral surgeons. I think that the question then becomes how much um, are these antibiotics in the marketplace and how do we quantify the exposure rate? Um, It would seem that because the patients had been on long-term clindamycin topical application, when given it in IV form, it triggered an anaphylactic reaction. Luckily, the story has a positive ending. The doctors were very aware of what occurred and reacted quickly. So no long-term consequences have happened, but certainly a data observation that warrants a little bit more understanding um, as we do constantly monitor and understand the risk of a growing amount of antibiotic resistance and um, allergic reaction as it's being introduced to the population. So with that, that's the news. So gang, that's it for today's show. We want to thank you for tuning in. But more importantly, we want to thank you for being a part of Dennis in the Know. I'm Dr. Jeff Horowitz. I'm Dr. Chad DePlantis. And I'm Dr. Jennifer Bell. And we're Dentists in the Know. Remember gang, dentistry is an amazing profession, but it's way more rewarding when you're in the know.